and welcome to today's independent travel podcast. It's Friday the 16th of February and I'm in the happy position of enjoying what's probably the weirdest woodland walk in Europe. Let me just place myself for you. So I'm in Sarajevo, capital of Bosnia. Actually, I'm on a mountain to the south of that lovely city which fills the valley down to my left. But specifically, I'm on the luge track for the 1984 Winter Olympics, which were held in what was then Yugoslavia. And this is a channel created from concrete, which now has got the pattern of age, lots of moss attached to it. And also it's very exciting because it's turned into a street art museum as well. And I'm walking up through mostly pine forest, the sun filtering through the needles and creating a sense that, well, here is a Olympic relic, which instead of people hurtling downhill at 60 miles an hour, now has people who are just wandering through the woodland here and enjoying the serenity of it all. There's a cable car just straight ahead that is in a short while going to take me down to the old town of Sarajevo, which is very much a Turkish location where you can see from the mosques and minarets, from the very human scale trading hub of this city uh, has survived for, well, all the way through, not just the 45 years or so of communism, but also the grim civil war, which served so much destruction in Sarajevo. 11,500 people died in the siege of Sarajevo from 1992 to 1995. About one in 10 of those were children. And it was actually from these hills looking down on the city that a lot of the mortar attacks were launched by the so-called Chetniks, the Serbian nationalists. And still Bosnia is divided just over half into the Federation of Bosnia, which is largely a Muslim nation and the Republika Srpska, which is controlled by the uh, Serbians and there's also pockets of Croatians towards the south of Bosnia-Herzegovina. So a very complex uh, ethnic makeup, but I've now walked up to where there's a clearing in the trees for the cable car and it is one of the loveliest capitals surely in all of Europe. The mountains are looking rather bare actually if you were in the um, either the Bosnian ski industry or indeed the worrying about the world uh, industry you would uh, look at the fact that just across in the distance probably uh, mountains which must be about 500 meters higher than this there's a scattering of snow on them but if you're going to stage the winter olympics which were happening just four decades ago in this very week you would uh, i find it i think find it quite difficult 
Bosnia is really interesting as the, really the heart of the old Yugoslavia, this uh, nation that was held together, the nation of the South Slavs, for four decades after the end of the war. And that was put down to basically one man, Marshal Tito, who kept this uh, very diverse federation together. Then, once he had died, uh, the whole thing fell apart and the result is this, well, I guess balkanization is the word for it. An awful lot of nations from Slovenia, Croatia, Serbia, North Macedonia, Montenegro, and here in Bosnia-Herzegovina as well. It's very friendly, it's very welcoming, it's very affordable, and it's also going to be a place which is on the map of where to go for a recession-busting trip alongside Albania, some way to the south. Albania, of course, has the advantage of a lovely Adriatic shoreline. Bosnia has the advantage of just astonishing scenery, the folds of mountains just retreating into the haze, some of that haze, I'm afraid, created by some pretty fearsome pollution down in the valley. It's going to be, this summer, one of those places, like Albania, that's the subject of a ferocious fairs war between the uh, incumbent, if I may, Eastern Europeans, airline par excellence, that's Wizz Air, mostly flying from Luton to all kinds of places in Eastern Europe, and Ryanair, who are flexing their muscles as a much larger airline, three or four times bigger than Wizz Air, and they're moving into Sarajevo, just as they are moving into Albania, which all spells the fact that it's now really easy to get to, two and a half hour flight or so from the London airports. And it's also gonna be in affordable um, over the summer. So um, I hope that you might consider this as you're looking for places where you'll find something different, something unusual, something certainly surprising with a deeply tragic recent history and perhaps explore and enjoy the warmth and hospitality of this lovely nation. And while you're here, make sure that you uh, hike up the luge and enjoy the street art and the scenery. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Goodbye.